Ladies and gentle bros, welcome to the No Soliciting Experience. I am your host and asker of questions, Rick Martinez. I'm your favorite memester, let's be real. What a joke. <laughs> Look, listen, let's talk sales, let's talk about funnies, let's talk to the best in the industry. Let's ask them some stuff, see what makes them tick. How they got to where they are today. Today's guest is going to take you back to school, so take out a pen and paper, take some notes, because I had the dopest and most insightful conversation with door-to-door Solar Savage. Fellas and ladies, she is a beast. Many have tried to compete with her. Short story, they kind of lost. She took them to school and beat them for their lunch money. Now, let's welcome out the beast out of Boston, Mackenzie Watts. Well, Mackenzie, um, tell us a, a little bit about yourself. So um, I am originally from Utah. I am originally from Syracuse, Farmington area. So um, grew born and raised in Utah. And until I came and moved out here, um, that's primarily where I spent most of my time. Um, but I actually, I w- went to high school in like Clearfield, Northridge area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I graduated high school, I actually got a job. Well, I, w- I was running a painting business and we were, I, I was doing um, painting advertisements on cars or on the windows at dealerships or local companies. We did like holiday window painting. And that was a business that I ran myself all through high school. And once I graduated high school, um, that's actually when I, um, I took a job at a dealership and the manager was like, Hey, you actually have a really great personality, uh, for sales. Uh, you should definitely try it. And then that's where, you know, I started selling cars at the dealership. That was my first sales job straight out of high school. I was 18 years old. Um, (laughs) yeah, that is, um, yeah. And then from, from there, so I was, in the car business for about three years. Um, and then I was also while in the car business, putting myself through school, um, going to Weber state university and doing their professional sales degree. So a lot of people don't know that Weber state is one of the only colleges that actually offers a professional sales degree. It's not common. And it's actually something that's talked against a lot in the industry. But I really attribute a lot of my success to actually taking the time and going to school and, you know, being not just a regular salesperson, but, you know, really mastering my, my craft. Yeah. Okay. And it was funny. My husband, he actually, he was the one that wanted to go do solar. I was very invested in cars and I was like, Mm -hmm. I, you know, think I'm up for a promotion and I don't want to leave right now and he's like okay well let me just go out for the summer and see what we can do Mm -hmm. and he went out and killed it and then I came out and I learned all about solar and the sales 
and Vivint, you know, the company itself and the culture that it offers. And I fell in love. So that's a little bit of my background story. That's awesome. So that, that happens a lot in, in the industry where a lot of married couples, the guy goes out, he does really well. So would, I mean, obviously you're going to say yes, but would you recommend for those young couples recently married, you know, for the wife to go try it out as well? I, I would recommend, you know, might as well. Uh, it's, it's definitely something that everyone should try because whether you succeed in sales or you don't, um, door to door or sales in general is going to teach you a lot about yourself. Mm. Um, it's going to really break you to your core. Um, and then you're just going to have to rebuild yourself back up, um, just by getting to know who you are and, you know, what your strengths and weaknesses are. So I think that sales really teaches you that either way. Okay. Awesome. 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 So part of that, you, you touched on learning on learning about who you are, right? Going through the struggle. Um, and from my research, you've, it, it hasn't been the easiest road for you to get to where you're at, right? Um, it's all about, um, you mentioned it in, in the podcast with the electric people, it's sacrifice, right? Learning to understand the opportunity that's in front of you and um, taking advantage of that situation, right? Um, now, a lot of people tend to struggle with this, men and women tend to struggle to un quickly understand, um, just realize what the opportunity they have in front of them, right? Whether it's, you know, a summer sales job or, you know, commission-based job, um, being that it's strictly commissioned, the sky's really the limit for us. So in your mind, how, how did you break that down to understand the opportunity in front of you? Well, um, you know, with, with solar, you know, specifically, it's, it's such a great opportunity, not just for the homeowner um, to buy clean power, but it's also, you know, a great opportunity for the world itself. So that was something that I could really get behind um, and having the opportunity to be involved in such a huge industry transition, whereas, you know, we're having the power literally be changed from fossil fuels to solar energy is a really cool movement to be a part of. But um, not to, to mention, you know, the financial benefit, you know, if, if you can see yourself, if you put, you know, a goal in front of you and you can see a pay scale that will work for your goal, you know, it's, it's to your best benefit to take advantage of everything that it has to offer for you. Okay. Awesome. So, and I, and, and I kind of want to stay on this topic a little bit about goal setting, right? So just to kind of give the listeners a, a little bit about you, you, so you first went to Boston, right? You started selling out there. And as far as I know, that, that Boston office is pretty uh, successful in Vivint Solar, right? It's a, mm -hmm. a high-producing office. And then you go in, right? And so I'm, I'm picturing this, right? Young couple, young girl goes out there. She has a sales degree, right? Um, I feel like some guys would be intimidated by it, right? You know, some guys probably don't take take wouldn't take you as seriously. And then you go in and you just outwork everybody and you outperform everybody, right? In your mind, was it wanting to beat out the guys or just focusing on you and doing the best that you could? 
Um, I think that beating out the guys was more so, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but in order to really gain credibility in a male dominated industry, you have to beat them like by numbers, you have to make it so obvious that it's not, it's not just, you know, pretty girl that has a bubbly attitude, you know, it's, it's a, it's a girl that has a really strong work ethic and a goal in mind, you know, to actually gain credibility, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, it's unfortunate that that's the way it is, but you know, when you just see predominantly men, you know, doing well in mm-hmm. this type of industry, mm-hmm. it's hard to see yourself as a successful person when you're not seeing, you know, people like you succeeding. Okay. So I came in with that chip on my shoulder, just being like, I know the only way to gain credibility is going to be to beat them. That's okay. just going to be the only way. Okay. And, and along, and, and along that way, right. You're, you're talking about goals. You're talking about credibility with that comes confidence, right? Cause you're realistically what confidence is, is just keeping the small little promises to yourself, right? Like being out on area on time, doing everything that you could do. Right. And that just builds confidence into who you are, that confidence, then later, you know, pe- people can see it. Right. And it came, it came to a point where you were promoted, right. Over at Vivint. Yeah. They promoted you to district manager. Mm-hmm. Not only the youngest district manager at Vivint, but the first female district manager. Mm-hmm. How, one how, of the first uh, females. Yeah. One, one of the first females. Sorry. Um, how, how was that? Um, it was, it was very gratifying. When I left the car business, I was leaving um, in a situation to where I, I was expecting to be promoted. So mm-hmm. with leaving with that, like I felt a huge loss. So I basically wanted to come in, you know, with the same goal in mind and to be a leader. I didn't just want to be, you know, a, a rep. I wanted to lead people. I wanted to lead women. I wanted to lead men and women, you mm-hmm. know, um, in this industry and just grow as a human being. Okay. And then from there, dude, now this, this is where um, I'm a little confused. Did you stay in Boston or did you guys open up or did they send you to a new market right away? So I stayed in Boston. I was in Boston for about two years before okay. um, my, my VP, he asked me to open up the New Hampshire market. So okay. um my co-manager and I, Don Gomez, um, we went to a, a new market mm-hmm. with, you know, a new product, um, and it was extremely hard. Mm-hmm. It was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done, um, and it taught me so much. I'm so thankful for that experience, you know, because I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't go through that. Okay. So this, this is the part where I really like. Me, I, I don't know, I, I like to study people. and. Mm-hmm. I think I learn the most from people when they're at their lowest because that's like we said earlier, that's where you find out who you really are. Right. That's where you find out what you really have in the tank and what to give. So, Mm -hmm. so you went from making pretty decent money, right. Producing at a high amount, uh, you know, outperforming all the guys outperforming everybody really. And then you go to a new market and it's like, you're, you instantly pump, pump on the brakes, not because you want to, but that's just, you know, a new market. Um, a lot of reps in the industry, whether it's solar alarms, whatever it is, they all go through hard times and it, it really comes down to how you get yourself out of that hole. You got to process like the situation you're in and figure out how to overcome it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
unfortunately, I see this a lot in like girl reps. They get a little bit of adversity and then they tend to shut down. And it always happens right before they're going to tap into like what makes them the best in the industry. Mm -hmm. How how did you overcome that? When, when um, I would say, you know, a lot of it had to do with my previous sales experience. Um, you know, being going in the car business, I had to get tough skin there, you know, but I brought that to this job. But one thing to know about door to door, it's mm -hmm. literally the hardest job out there. Agreed. Mentally and emotionally, it's mm -hmm. the hardest job. <laughs> and so... <laughs> You know, I got to give it credit. I mean, it's not just women who stop at that point. There's a mm -hmm. lot of men who stop there too, mm -hmm. you know? It's a freaking hard job. Mm -hmm. And so you have to come into it with the mindset that, hey, this is the hardest job out there mentally and emotionally. I know that going into it. So I'm not going to give up until that, that table starts to turn, you know, until we're starting to go around that corner where you know, all the hard work that you put in actually pays off. But, you know, if you're not actually out there putting in the hard work, mm -hmm. the, the grind doesn't, you can't cheat the grind, you know? Okay. So if you're not actually out there putting in the work, you're definitely not going to go around that bend. You have to push through that learning curve as fast as possible. Okay. Awesome. So, oh shoot, I just lost my train of thought. Um, so with that, right, um, it's, it's okay, there it is, emotional, right? We talked about this, emotions. One of the things that um, I, I, I kind of want to get your insight on this, being a girl, yeah. being a woman, mm -hmm. some girls are very, very emotional. And that's, I feel like that's, that's where it kind of tends to break down. So if, if you can give one piece of advice to you know, the girls in the industry in regards to emotion and how to deal with that, what, what would that be? Um, the, the biggest mental shift is you have to understand that these, these people are going about their day and you're interrupting it, you know? Um, and it's not so, it's not so much that they're rejecting you as a person, um, or even you as a product, it could even be just timing, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's a lot about timing. So just understanding that mindset, but it's a lot harder, you know, in the moment to think about mm -hmm. those things when people are being super rude to you on the door. So for me, you know, the best way that I know how to go about it, the thing that I know about myself is when music turns on, mm -hmm. like nothing makes me happier than my favorite song. So I just have my AirPod in. Okay. As soon as I hit that property line, I am turning on my favorite song and nothing else, you know, can, can really affect me because it's my favorite song. Okay. You know, you can't there bring you me yeah, down yeah, after yeah, exactly. I hear that, right? Um, and I would just say that, you know, it's okay to have those down days, you know, where you come home, you get beat up. It's okay. But you can't carry that. Just like you can't carry that to your next door. You can't carry that into the next day. Okay. So whether Perfect. you need to cry it out, whether you need to, you know, um, have a, a person that you vent to and then move on, you got to mm. figure those resets out and make sure that you're resetting. That is so funny that you mentioned that. So I have uh, one of the guys that, that, that I look up to a lot. His name is Rob Reimer. Um, just an absolute beast in alarms and solar. Um, his, his thing that he always told me is that 
well, one, he's never too high on his highs. He's never too low on his lows. He's just a super <laughs> monotone guy. But the biggest thing is he resets. As soon as he walks off the driveway, whether it be a good um, pitch, a bad pitch, somebody, you know, whatever the result at the door was, he forgets about it. Mm-hmm. And in between, like you said, as soon as you hit that property line, your favorite song goes on. It's, it's game time. And, uh, and you just kind of, you know, take what happens at the door and just move on to the next one, right? So do you have one specific favorite song or does it change depending uh, throughout the year? Yeah, and I'm going to mess up the artist. I don't know the artist, but it's Jump Around. Okay, by uh, Chris Cross. Around. What? Chris Cross. Maybe the jump up, jump up and get down. Yeah, 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 that's the one. <laughs> So that song, like, if it turns on, like, you could literally see me on the road, like, jump, 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 everybody jump. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. So, <laughs> guys, she's not just all business. She, she likes to goof around as well. Yeah. So, which brings into the next thing, right? You, your, your personality, it, it, it kind of shines through. Most people are very, like, work, 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 grind, 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 robots, right? You seem like you tend to have a lot of fun with what you do. So with that, um, what, what do you look for in the day to kind of, um, so you listen to your favorite song to get you in, in the zone to make you happier. What else do you do throughout the day to just keep you at a, at a higher level, I guess, or just being more happy? I would say um, having a grateful mindset is like the key you know, to, to all of this, you know, I'm super grateful to have a job where I can control my income. Um, I can control, you know, how good I am just all mm -hmm. based on, you know, the hard work I'm willing to put in and also, you know, how much I'm willing to, I guess, self-analyze myself to become better too, you know? Okay. So I'm super grateful to have a job like that. Um, I'm super grateful to be selling a product as um, incredible as solar and as mm -hmm. life changing as solar. Um, and I'm extremely grateful to be doing what I, I love most. You know, this may not be the job that this may not be your end all be all job. Yeah. You know, for me, it is. Mm -hmm. um, and I understand that it's not that for, for everyone. You know, I watch my husband, you know, mm -hmm. go through that. My, this wasn't, my husband's, you know, end all be all career job. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, he had a goal, he set it, you know, came into the job, he accomplished it, and then he moved on. And mm -hmm. that's fine if that's going to be door to door for you. Mm -hmm. But it's all about, you know, making those time points, you know, and making sure you take full advantage of the opportunity for what you want it to be. Okay, exactly. So again, that just goes into just you know adjusting just being in in the moment um let's kind of light lighten it up a little bit what is your funniest um experience or funniest sales story oh i have a lot i've been doing this for six years there's a lot that i can look back and just smile about but one most recently um i so i'm a person in my area i've been in my area for five years uh, stayed in the same area. Um, and so I knock the same people constantly. Mm -hmm. And this guy, I knocked one day, there was a baby bird that fell out of, you mm -hmm. know, 
a nest right above his doorstep. Bell hit my head, picked it up. I was like, oh my gosh, the baby bird, gotta save it, right? Mm -hmm. Came back the, well, I took it home, babied it, brought it back the next day, mm -hmm. and then knocked on the door and I was like, hey, I just gotta put this baby bird uh, right back up. <laughs> I gotta put this baby bird like where, where it's supposed to be, you know? So yeah. my mom come and hopefully nurse it back to health. Um, and <laughs> the guy was just like, he just like laughed. He laughed with me and he was like, sure, go right ahead. But the most recent, I, I knocked on his door. Like this was about, I want to say a year ago. I knocked on yeah. his doors recently and I was like, hey, do you remember? I was the baby girl, girl, you know? The, yeah. I mean, the, the baby bird girl. He's like, yeah, I remember you, of course, mm -hmm. you know? And he's, he may not be a cell today, but I'm going to sell this dude. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> he may not be a cell today, but he will be. And that's, that's so true. That is so funny. So I, I, I've been doing solar since 2014. Right. And I, I've mm -hmm. been knocking kind of where I live down here in California. It's the same thing. You just see the same people. You go back to the same hoods and it's like, hey, remember me? Talked to you a few months ago. You're not ready. You weren't ready then. Not ready now. Okay, cool. I'll see you in six months. Yep, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's what, how, and it's perseverance too. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of guys out there, guys, gals, who just move on to the next. But yeah. you know, everyone in Methuen knows knows the Solar Girl Mackenzie. You know, and that's the best thing that you can do for yourself is you know make yeah. your name known. That's true. Make your name known. That's one of the things I was just talking about with uh, uh, my buddy Taylor. He interviewed Chris Lee. I don't know if you've heard of him. Mm -hmm. what, what company is he? He used to work for Legacy. Now he does like, uh, he owns his own company called Solgen out of mm -hmm. like Washington. Mm -hmm. So for the longest time, he just built his brand. He worked for Legacy and I think for Vivint for a little bit. Uh, but he just built his brand around like Chris the Solar Guy, Chris the Solar Guy. And everyone in that area knew him as just Chris, the solar guy. It's, mm -hmm. it's just what you got to do just to get your name out there. Um, how, how do you establish a presence in, in, in a neighborhood? Because, I mean, obviously you got to establish it by building. It's a pretty decent. Yeah, I would say putting in the hours is the best way. You know, um, they, they give you a schedule. You know, your leadership will give you a schedule of what you should be working. And mm -hmm. if you're if you're being truthful and putting in those hours, you know, it's just natural. People are going to see you. They're going to see your installs going up. You know, mm -hmm. they're going to, you're going to keep coming into contact with them by re-knocking. Um, mm -hmm. And it, it's natural, but it all is, it, it all is about that consistency and just being present in your area. Okay. So just continue. Yeah. Just what it comes down to just staying out there for the hours. That's so hard though. Oh, man. Okay. It is. <laughs> it is. It sucks. It sucks. When, 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 when you've been in the neighborhood for so long, you're like, that lady hates me. Like, you, you have to walk on the other side of the street because, you know, the dogs are going to come at you. It's like, oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. but, Those are all predispositions, though, yeah. you know. It's all – and you have to understand that. You literally have to take yourself – you know, it's an out-of-body experience. You have to be like – this is my defense mechanism. I'm telling myself this because I don't want to get rejected again. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen if you get rejected again? You've already done it once. Why not? You know, you just have to push through those predispositions and the, the protection mechanism you have naturally in your, in your body, you know?
Okay. Yeah, you just gotta build up that those mental calluses to just just get gotcha. just get no, just get no, and the door slammed in your face. Um, <laughs> as many times as you can. Um, so one of the things that I was listening to is that um, your your way of uh, well, first let's go into routine because I think this is super big for door to door, right? Mm-hmm. You you stick to a routine, right? Okay. One hundred percent. So in in that routine. Um, if you don't mind sharing that with, with people, what, what, what does your routine look like? So for me, it's all about, you know, in the morning doing something that you love, whether mm-hmm. if it's, you know, or it's something that's going to bring you energy. Some people like yoga, some people like working out mm-hmm. dog walks, you know, mm-hmm. um, you got to do something that you look forward to in the morning. And then there's literally like an itch that happens with me just because it's so automatic for me now. But mm-hmm. if I'm not out in my area by like two, Um, I'm feeling the anxiety to get out, you know? Um, and if I'm not pushing myself past, you know, I, I can't say dark because in daylight savings, you know, I really try to push it to at least seven 30, but in the summer you're, you're out there till eight 39. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just more so about making sure that you make it a habit to stay out and treat it like a real job, you know, in a mm-hmm. real job, you'd have to clock in, clock out at those times. I'm clocking in my area too. You know, I'm clocking out at, at night and I'm using a selfie, you know, to make sure that I'm checking in with myself and I'm okay. actually doing that work. So the accountability, you take a selfie when you knock the first door. So do you, do you take the yeah. selfie when you're in your area or on your first door? So we have a rule in our office. Okay. Uh, you have to have, have to have a street sign. Uh-huh. Have to have a timestamp on your iPad that you're okay. in your area at that time. Um, and a beautiful selfie. So that there way, you, you know, it, it proves that you're there in your area taking advantage of it. Obviously, there's ways you can cheat that. There's ways you can cheat anything, but you're only cheating yourself. Okay. Love that. There's ways you can cheat it, but you can't cheat yourself. Mm-hmm. Down to... that is awesome yeah because um oh man i can't tell you how many times i get to area at three o'clock and then a youtube video comes up i get an email it's like oh gosh and then 4 15 i'm finally out of my car and then it's like okay well i've been here since three you know six o'clock i get a text like hey dinner's ready i'm like all right but realistically i was only like knocking for like two two and a half hours you know Mm -hmm. so it, that's it's that's awesome that's awesome to be able to have that that sort of accountability for yourself right do you now does your team report that to you or is it just like for them we have a group chat that we we you know send those out to um so that everyone can see who's actually out there working and surprisingly the ones who are actually you know out there working they're mm-hmm. posting sales generally after so mm-hmm. there you go. if they're not typically something else is going on you know yeah, they're probably at like a Seven Eleven, Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, while, while watching we the movie. <laughs> so we can be honest now, you know. We all have done it. Yeah, we we we've all done it. We've we've, <laughs> we've all looked for the park, sat sat on the park bench, and like, oh gosh, I've done it. <sighs> yep, and it's all about just pushing past that. Yeah, it's not easy, um, but as you know, my my co coworker would say, it's. It's simple, but it's hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so simple, but yet so hard. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. 
So part of um, mastering your craft, right, you're obviously continuously learning, right, continuously, either if it's books, podcasts, or learning from people, right? Where, where do you learn the most from? Um, YouTube is a great source. There's just okay. so much content that you can get at YouTube. And also, you know, it automatically will divert you to other things mm-hmm. like-minded, you know. Um, but a big person that I've been following recently is Rachel Hollis. She's been, you know, a huge highlight um, of, of mine as far as someone who I really want to aspire to be. Um, but not to mention, you know, in Vivint Solar, I'm blessed to be around the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and I truly believe that. It's not, it's not just because, you know, I've worked for them for so long. There's a reason why. And it's because a big aspect of us is leading from the front. Um, yeah. I'm learning from the guys who have literally put up the numbers consistently for years. Okay. So you learn from them. Do you, do you like to read books or podcasts or? Podcasts. Uh, Rachel Hollis has a great podcast okay. that I, I tune into. Um, and then books are great. Audible is, you know, my goal is to at least complete one book a month. Um, and I try to up that if I can, but you know, mm-hmm. it gets super busy. Uh, but books are going to provide you with so much great life changing, you know, experiences. And it's definitely something you need to have in your daily routine. There you go. I like that. One of the things that I like to touch on is mental toughness, right? Mm-hmm. Just being, so we, 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 we kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, what are your, do you do things throughout the day to build mental toughness? Like, like little daily goals or there's something you look for just to kind of check off? Yeah. In my um, experience, cause I, I manage a lot of, mm-hmm. of new reps um, mm-hmm. and the biggest thing that I notice with new reps is they tend to shy away from pushing past objections. That's the hardest thing to get, you know, new reps to do. And so I've literally made it a goal to push past a minimum of three objections per door. And once you get going, like you just get, like, if you can push past three objections per door, like you're so strong, like an hour to to two hours in because you've like pushed yourself further than the other rep would have done you know and Mm -hmm. you know you're just you're maximizing every door for for what it is but you're also pushing yourself okay okay so just keep keep pushing through it every time just push a little bit more yeah and just like you know start start off small like some i've heard you know some of the big dogs say no i don't stop until they've said no six times yeah you know (laughs) start out small let's start out with three you know Um, but just keep making sure to, that's how I build my mental toughness is I really just try to figure out ways to push past objections because there's nothing better or more gratifying than that story of the, the, you know, he told me no, the whole first half hour that we were talking. And then by the end of it, you know, he, he went solar and, and like, that's the most gratifying stories. Those are what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for the easy ones, you know, I want, I want the storybooks. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know, I want a book, not, not a lay down. Yeah. Oh, but, but the lay downs are nice for your confidence boosters. It's true. <laughs> All right. One last question and we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. Cause I know you have to get on the doors before you get antsy. Um, if you can share one piece of advice for new reps, 
whether that be girl reps, guy reps, um, anything that has helped you become the person who you are today, what would you share with them? I would say, you know, that first 60 days um, that I was with Vivint, um, I really went extremely hard and it paid off dividends because I went through that learning curve um, mm -hmm. really fast. I didn't take any time off at that time. And I just made sure I was checking in with, you know, one of, one of my leaders too, so that I was, they were constantly giving me feedback every night. So um, I would say, you know, if you're just starting this job, making, making sure you're really working the hours, making sure that you're reflecting with a leader and you choose one, you know, and just reflect with them every night, every single night mm -hmm. that you're out there working every night and to not take time off. Go. All right. Well, Kenzie, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. I know it's getting close for you to get out there, start knocking, but um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being the person that you are and being and willing to share what, what you know with people. Yeah. I, I really appreciate you having me on and giving me this opportunity and always feel free to reach out. I, I appreciate it. Thank you okay. so much. And where can people find you on your social medias? So Instagram, it's at Mackenzie Page Watts mm -hmm. um, and Facebook, um, it's at Mackenzie Fisher Watts, but I'm definitely more active with, you know, my, my sales content on my Instagram. So okay. thank you so much for sharing that. Will do. All right, Mackenzie, thank you so much for your time and good luck out there today. Thank you. You too. All right. So I hope you guys took notes. If there's one thing you took out of it, just one thing, just implement it. You don't know what it can do to raise your production. So, yeah, stay tuned for some more insight. And as always, knock, knock, knock some doors.